Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Hey, y'all, welcome to our second podcast. Yay, we made it to our second episode. I think we deserve a pat on the back for a job well done on the first podcast, as well as the launch of our website, all of our socials. Yes, and if you're not following us on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, you need to do that. Yes, uh, on Facebook and Instagram, it's at The Champagne Way. And on Twitter, because it was taken, it is at Champagne underscore Way. So, Lindsay, what have been a few of the reactions you've had to us starting the podcast? Everybody's been really positive. I've had a lot of people text uh, and just say they really enjoyed it and they laughed and they thought that we were hilarious. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I got the same reaction, so I feel really proud of that. Um, I even had like one of my friends who usually is very serious and like doesn't laugh at a lot of things. She like texted me and was like, oh my God, that was really awesome. And that was really hilarious. And I was like, you know what? If I can win her over, I can do anything. Yes. (laughs) And it would be even... It'll be a lot funnier once I can drink, too. I agree. <laughs> I mean, it's funny now, but I just, I, I know you when you've drank. <laughs> so I know your potential. <laughs> it's getting close, guys. Count it's getting now. close. Um, I also had a really funny reaction from one of our friends that when we were talking about, um, when I went into the random story of my sister's childbirth, which I didn't really warn her about beforehand. So when she listened to the podcast, she was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that you <laughs> you told everyone the story, um, which she tried to deny parts of it. But I mean, she really did do that whole fudge, 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 fudge thing. Um, <laughs> well, she was on medication and you weren't. So I'm going to believe you. Yes. <laughs> but we had another friend of ours um, say when she was listening to it, the only story she had ever heard me talk about of anything giving birth was my foster cat. And so she <laughs> for a second there actually thought that I was talking about like helping my cat have kittens. <laughs> totally went in a whole different direction. <laughs> Quite hilariously, too. <laughs> So, let's talk about what's in your cup. Well, unfortunately, no champagne. Um, I thought about having some OJ, but I have heartburn, thanks to the pregnancy. So, in my cup is some champagne gummy bears from Sugarfina. Ooh, and how do those taste? They're actually very yummy. Um, And you can get them wherever Sugarfina is sold, which is kind of here and there all over Nashville. But they're delicious. They're pink and uh, also, I don't know, what would you call this color? Um, Clear champagne colored. I don't know. It is. It's It's kind of like a, yeah, it has a champagne look to it. I mean, they're super cute. It's like champagne and rosé gummy bears. Yes, they're very good. So if you're looking for a new little pick-me-up with something with champagne in it or champagne tasting, they're also made with Dom Perignon. Ooh, fancy. And the flavors are Brut and Rosé. Oh, see, I know my champagne. You do. You do. <laughs> so this is, you know, doing the trick. Of course, all the alcohol is cooked out, so um, the baby's fine. So nobody <laughs> freak out on me. <laughs> um, but they do taste delicious. They are very good. Um, well, in my cup this week, I have uh, Cook's California Champagne. It's the Brute Grand Reserve, and it is mighty delicious. I love the drier champagnes. 
Um, I actually, so I did a little sneak peek on her Instagram earlier this weekend when I was at the liquor store buying champagne and I had bought a bottle of rosé and some orange juice because I was going to do, um, have a bloody mimosa on the show today uh, based off of a listener recommendation and it is a mimosa that is made with a rosé and an orange juice, or you could use like a blood orange juice uh, if you want to go super fancy. But um, it turns it kind of like a, a darker red um, instead of like that orangey kind of color that you have in a mimosa. And it's quite delicious. It adds a different flavor to it with it being like uh, using a rosé instead of a regular champagne. But I bought that and then drank it all on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> so... Now in my cup is just what I had on reserve, which is the Cook's Brute Grand Reserve. <laughs> well, nice. That's a good choice. It's always good to have a backup. <laughs> yes, absolutely. absolutely. But if you ever want us to try um, a champagne recipe, feel free to submit, just like our other listener had. And next time, I will actually drink what they <laughs> recommend on the show. <laughs> yes, and actually have a funny story about champagne i actually found out i was pregnant because of champagne how was that so i um it was this summer and i got home from work and for about a week i was like oh i want you know a glass of bubbly so i'd pour one i would drink maybe half of it and i could not drink anymore and by like the third day i was like something is wrong what is going on and it clicked i was like i'm pregnant yeah, I was going to say, that, that's a good way to tell. <laughs> yes, I texted a friend of mine, uh, Valerie, and said, I can't drink this. I think I'm, and she was like, are you kidding me? Like, are you serious? Go get a pregnancy test right now. I found a three-year-old expired pregnancy <laughs> test. It was positive, and she's like, no, go get another one right now. So then I did that and went to Taco Bell. And I was like, well, I've got to eat first. And she's like, you're killing me. <laughs> and so finally I took it. It was positive. And then I waited four days to tell my husband because I wanted to let him know on our five-year anniversary. Oh, that's sweet of yeah. you. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm surprised he didn't know, like, if you weren't drinking champagne. Or did, what did I guess it was easy to hide. He kept, he kept saying, like, are you done? I was like, yeah, I'm just not feeling it. Just not feeling it. So <laughs> Yeah. But, I was gonna say that's a good that's a good warning sign. I guess if I stop drinking it, you'll know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't necessarily drink every day, so it wasn't a big deal. But um, he definitely didn't even pay any attention. You know, he's a typical <laughs> man. He's like, oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> so it's good. He was pleasantly surprised then. Yes, he was completely surprised, and it was amazing. I do remember y'all telling me when you were pregnant, and you Facetimed me, and it was Jay, and <laughs> he was. Like, Lindsay gave me the smallest shirt ever, and then he held up the onesie, and I was just like, wait, what? Oh! <laughs> it was hilarious. It was funny, because we had decided not to do gifts for a five-year anniversary, because we were in the process of buying a house. So that came in Amazon, and I actually just left it in the Amazon package, because it came in late, and I was so excited to tell him. And so he's opening it, and he is like, I can't believe that you got me a present. We decided not to do this. And then he opens it and he's like, it was a black little onesie and it said, let the adventure begin. And he looked at it and he looked, he's like, what is this? And then it clicked in his head and he just started crying. It was really sweet. Oh, it's so sweet. <laughs> Guess what's next week? Valentine's Day. Yes, I'm so excited. 
do you know what you're getting or do, have you put out like any hints or have you told uh, your husband what you want to do, where you want to go? So in the years past, I might have been a little diva about Valentine's Day and about presents. No, I don't think you've ever called me and said anything negative about any <laughs> kind of thing. No. Um, and it, it, I feel like I'm very explicit on what I want to do I'd rather have an experience than a gift I'd rather go somewhere than do that I'd rather him pick me up one flower than a bouquet he ordered and has never seen um so I'm with you on that the bouquet thing sometimes I I don't know what it is but it's like if I know that so much money was spent on the flowers I, I like I'm frustrated with it (laughs) they die and another thing is when you order them online sometimes they come in that box and you have to put them together and that pisses me off (laughs) yeah i mean again it's like the experience is is um more valuable than sometimes receiving i can't make them look good who wants like a box of flowers so we did that one year and they got thrown in the floor when i walked in Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So he has not done that before. And I've actually asked for the same thing for the last three years. What is that? I want to go to the Valentine's Day Haunted House. The Valentine's Day Haunted House. Yeah. They they do it in Nashville every year. I think it's the weekend before. My husband hates haunted houses. Okay. I know that from experience because (laughs) we've gone together. (laughs) So he ignores me every time I tag him in a Facebook post about it or text him or tell him 20 times that that's what I want to do. And I would be cool if he just said, here's two tickets, take somebody else, because I could take you or another yeah. girlfriend. Of course, this year, I'm not sure if it would be good for me to go to a haunted house. I feel like this year, like, I mean, it could induce labor maybe, but maybe next year. Like, we'll we'll replay this episode again for him next year and be yeah. like, hey, she's already told you what she wants. And she's not pregnant anymore, so they can't scare a baby out of her. Yeah. So that, that, I love haunted houses. I love being scared. I love all of that. So I would absolutely love that for a gift one year when I can go. That's nice. Maybe next year. Again, probably not this year. (laughs) Obvious reasons. I think you'd probably scare some of the people in the the haunted house like they would think they would be like afraid to touch you like you might go into labor yeah probably (laughs) so so. it would probably wouldn't be the experience that you're hoping for you know what I mean yeah probably so what about you what has been some of your favorite things that you and your husband have done or maybe not so favorite things well so I'm pretty sure like the first three years that we were together like one of us ended up sick on Valentine's Day um something about that in February in Tennessee I swear it's either snowed or one of us had the flu or one of us was sick with a cold and so for the first few like all I can remember is either one of us being sick or and eating Chinese takeout because for some reason when both of us are sick like we want Chinese takeout it's like I don't know. It's not health food by any means, but it makes us feel better. (laughs) That's all that matters. Um, And we've had a few good ones over the years. Um, There's actually some of my best memories of of a good Valentine's Days have been, it sounds weird, but when one of us has been out of town and like left to surprise the other, um, there was one year that I was going to be gone for the whole weekend and I was in New Mexico visiting my mom when she lived there. And so, because her birthday happens to be the day after Valentine's Day. So there's that. But I left like a 
not necessarily scavenger hunt, but a bunch of surprises for him that day. And I roped in our roommate and he had uh, breakfast plans already made. He had lunch plans already made. Uh, he had pizza ordered and movie tickets bought. So he could go out with another friend that night. And like, so basically throughout the day, so our roommate or one of our friends like gave him an envelope and inside it was a surprise. So his entire day had been planned out. Oh, that's really sweet. And then like a couple years later, he did something similar for me. Like he knew he was going to be out playing that weekend since he's a musician and he's out on the road. And so he had uh, one of our friends show up and she took me out to breakfast and we went and had massages and he had candies and like a uh, this whole surprise like set out for me and uh, he covered the cost for both me and my friend and it was just the sweetest like thoughtful gift you know since he couldn't spend the day with me or back when I couldn't spend the day with him we took that time to like still have a nice day well I think he should probably go to town on Wednesday and do that again for you and a friend <laughs> Probably me. Hint, hint. We want to go to the spa. <laughs> that would be good. And oh, oh, that was the other thing that was really funny about it. He had given our friend um, explicit directions on exactly where to take me for breakfast that morning because there was one restaurant that he can't stand for breakfast that I love. <laughs> and so he was like, here, you go without me. Part of the <laughs> gift is that you won't hear me complain about how it's overpriced breakfast food. Mm. <laughs> Well, there you go. Ours is going to be a little different this year. So I actually started working a long time ago on his. um, And I can't say what it is because um, he doesn't know yet. But um, it's really, really good. And I'm very excited. But he has been so busy. My husband is an attorney in Nashville as well. And he's had a jury trial every week for like three weeks, including next week. He's been working all weekend. I know he has not thought one thing about Valentine's Day. And he's, I mean, we're having a bit, there's just so much going on. So I just loaded a bunch of stuff up in the Amazon cart and told him my Valentine's Day present was in there and he just needed to click buy. (laughs) That's one way to do it. (laughs) Yeah. And it's actually something that I really wanted. Um, I want to start bullet journaling. So it's, it's some things to go with that. So I'm very happy about that. That's pretty exciting. I should take that same advice and like go put a bunch of things in my Amazon gift wish list or whatever and and see if maybe I can spread some hints. Yeah. Since, since he's in the uh, booth right now recording us, I feel like this is the best way to hint. Go look at my Amazon wish list. Yeah. That, that, yes. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> hint, hint, Marshall. <laughs> yeah. I mentioned something about Valentine and he was like, oh my gosh, I completely forgot Lindsay. i haven't even thought about it i was like oh it's okay amazon cart (laughs) (laughs) and then on the day up valentine's day i have to work and then i have um all my co-workers are throwing me a baby shower like at 3 30 which he's gonna come and i told him if he can just get me a heart-shaped pizza for that night i'm gonna be happy oh that's a good idea too yeah honestly i haven't really thought about valentine's day this year I'm i'm a little behind on it i've kind of um had a lot of things coming up uh, that week and it's just kind of been on the back burner. It's it's weird because I've got all my family living in town. Well, not all of it, but I've got my mother and my sister and therefore my nieces and nephews all live in town. And so this has been a thing in our family like forever. It, it, there's It's not just Valentine's Day. It's always been 
Valentine's Day on the 14th, my mother's birthday on the 15th, and then what used to be my parents' anniversary on the 16th. Well, then, flash forward to this age, and now it's my nephew's birthday is on the 13th, Valentine's Day is on the 14th, and then my mother's birthday is on the 15th. So it's three days in a row, and Valentine's Day is in the middle of that. And so having those birthdays both before and after kind of take away from that day right like for me nowadays it just feels not nothing against them I'm, I'm all for celebrating their birthdays it's just that timing wise it makes it so that I tend to focus on what I'm supposed to do for them and I sometimes forget about what I'm supposed to do for us <laughs> yeah my mother-in-law's birthday is the day before as well but uh that hasn't been a problem yet so hopefully it won't be um but do you think that the longer you date somebody or are married to somebody that Valentine's Day kind of just gets ignored? I think it can because you can get caught up in the everyday life. <laughs> so that it, it's easy to forget or maybe add a little bit of special something by going out to dinner. But maybe, I mean, it, I don't think it kind of loses its surprise longer that you stay with someone. But I think it's kind of up to the people to to try to still add some sort of meaning to it it's never necessarily been like a thing of mine like I have to go out on that exact day or I have mm -hmm. to go do something big or grand it's kind of just a, a reminder that it's a day that to celebrate your spouse in some way so even if like we're busy or like I've mentioned we've been out of town I think we've always been really good about trying to fit it in somewhere so if we celebrate valentine's day on the 11th or the 17th as opposed to the 14th i think it's a matter of whether or not we actually take the time to try to celebrate it and celebrate us i just notice every valentine's day some guy posts on facebook or instagram we don't celebrate because i treat my girlfriend or wife amazing every day and i think that's a crock of shit <laughs> You know what? I kind of agree on that. I don't think that's a, I think that's a bit of a cop out because yes, you should treat your, your spouse, your significant other, whatever, um, special every single day. But what's wrong with taking and doing something a little bit extra and enjoying the, the happy celebration of Valentine's Day, even without the commercialism and the big giant bear that you don't know what to do with after that day or, you know, the box of chocolates that maybe don't go with your diet, but you want to eat anyways. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you don't have to spend money to make a woman happy. And that's what I always hear. Mm -hmm. Like, light some candles, get some lotion, give her a massage. Yeah. Or, then think about what might make, or for your husband or whoever, like, think about what would make them happy. Um, it could be making their favorite meal because maybe you happen to hate their favorite meal, but you're trying to do something nice for them. I've offered to take my husband out for seafood because I absolutely hate seafood and he loves it. So I've offered to take him to places like that. He's usually really nice to me and says, no, 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 we'll go somewhere that you like to. <laughs> <laughs> I always say they always have at least one chicken dish, but it's true. It's sometimes I think it's that it's, it's showing in some way that you're willing to still do for them to make them happy even if it's sacrificing a little thing on your side you know you're you're putting it out there that you know it's the little things that count still it is and that's what makes a good valentine's day the little things mm -hmm. i mean for example one year i went with him to see deadpool on valentine's day <laughs> 
It's I so romantic. It's it's something, but I don't really know if romantic is what I'd call it. It actually is a really great movie, and it's hilarious. It's also bloody and gory. Um, so there's that. <laughs> At least it's a love story. There was a love story somewhere in there beneath all of the the killing <laughs> and violence, and but also hilarious but he got to go see that on valentine's day and I, again i was happy it was exciting it was a funny movie not probably my first choice normally for valentine's day but he was super thrilled with it and i feel like that's something as well i don't think it always has to be about the guy trying to do something for the girl right. i think it's a give and take you know i i surprised him one year he surprised me one year it's that kind of give and take that i think what makes valentine's day or any day special with your significant other that reminds me i have a funny movie story for valentine's day um each year that the new 50 shades movies come out i will make jay go see them usually not on valentine's day but usually like the weekend before and he cannot stand them but he will go and the last one we went to, which I guess was two years ago, I can't remember how frequently they come out. As soon as it was done, he's like, we're getting back in line. We have to go see an action movie. I cannot go home like this. <laughs> so we went and saw two movies the same night. So we saw The Fifty Shades and then we saw Kingsman because he was like, I have got to have some guns and killing after this. I can't do it. If that's not marital compromise, I don't know what that yeah. is. I mean, it was you know? they were both great movies. I was happy, but it was really funny. You know, I've only seen one of the Fifty Shades movies in theater, and it was just kind of out of pure curiosity. I was like, I went with my sister, probably after it had been out in theaters for like a couple of weeks, and I didn't read any of the books. I'd heard all the hype about them and whatnot. And I'm not going to lie, I laughed throughout that entire movie. <laughs> I thought that was probably the funniest movie I'd seen in a while, and I... Uh, clearly it wasn't supposed to be hilarious but I, I couldn't help it it was it it was an odd movie and some interesting acting and some interesting lines yeah it was it's we hilarious went opening weekend and so it was the theater was filled with women who would come with their friends to see it so he was like one of the only guys we would we could hear bottles clinking of people who had snuck in alcohol then the, in the row right in front of us a lady threw up in the middle of the movie oh from my drinking God. so much. Wow. Drink and watch, <laughs> y- you know, movies safely, people. <laughs> I mean, movie theaters can be a little disgusting anyway yeah. sometimes, but that's just, that's a whole new level. <laughs> okay, Trina, so what is a good plan for ladies or guys if they don't have anything to do for Valentine's Day? Well, if you still haven't bought a gift for yourself and, you know, maybe sent the bill to your husband, or if you haven't uh, bought a gift for your significant other, maybe your favorite friend, anything like that, um, the T.J. Martell Foundation is having a ladies' night at Kendra Scott. If you're in the Nashville area, it's at the Kendra Scott in the Hill Center on 2126 Abbott Martin Road, and it's on February 12th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., and they're going to have champagne, rosé, and appetizers provided and 20% of the sales will be going to cancer research through the T.J. Martell Foundation. So I'm just saying if you haven't picked out like a, a gift or you haven't done the Amazon thing that Lindsay mentioned, maybe go to Kendra Scott 
pick out a nice piece of jewelry and just happen to slide the receipt over to your spouse on yes. Valentine's Day and say, thank you. Trina and I went there before Christmas and bought herself something. Yes, I got my first necklace from Kendra Scott, and it is my favorite necklace. It is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Nice gold necklace. It's got two little drops on the end with little clear crystals. It's just beautiful. Yes, so great stuff. Um, variety of pricing that can fit every budget, and it's for a great cause. So what do you have going on this week, Lindsay? Well, not a whole lot. However, the Bachelor had some really great moments on Monday night. I don't watch The Bachelor. Well, I, I've watched one episode of The Bachelor because you made me. Yes. But otherwise, I've completely zoned out on this show. So what's going on in The Bachelor? So one funny thing is there is a girl on there, and her name is Becca M. and Because there's two Beccas. And she's 22, even though the lead is 36. Oh, my. But what was funny is she did not tell her parents she was going on the show. And so they filed a missing persons report while she was traveling the world on this ABC show. That's just crazy. How on earth did they not know? I feel like someone somewhere in her life could have answered that for them without them filing a missing persons report. Probably so. But they found her. That's good. You know, she's on TV, so... <laughs> I mean, I bet when they filed that missing persons report, though, they probably had every scenario going through their mind of her being kidnapped, murdered, you know, all of these things if they filed the missing persons report. But clearly, it never crossed their mind that she's off, like, not living a hard life by any means. Nope. I mean, she's on reality TV getting whisked around the world and romanced and wined and dined. Yeah, they're in Paris this week. I mean, that's that's probably the best ending to a missing person's story ever, though. Yeah. It was it was quite funny. It was all um, all over social media. And then another great thing about The Bachelor this week is Crazy Crystal got kicked off. And if you watch The Bachelor, you know what I'm talking about. Although I was hoping that she would win because I don't really like Ari and I didn't really like her. So I thought they could live unhappily ever after. I feel like that's accurate. <laughs> that's a, That sounds accurate. That would be the best ending to it. I'm trying to remember which one's Crazy Crystal, though, from when I watched the first episode with you. You got to catch up. I really do, apparently, because this is, I mean, the only kind of drama you can find on The Bachelor, apparently. It's great. Yeah. And if you watch the live tweets during the show, it just makes it so much more fun. Maybe the Champagne Way should start live tweeting the show. I don't know. I think so. Maybe from the perspective of like you, the avid watcher, and me, the person coming in and not knowing anything about it. Yes. So this could be this could be pretty funny. If any of our listeners also watch The Bachelor, you should chime in on this and let us know if you think we should live tweet it. I vote yes. Well, this week I don't have anything Bachelor related going on, but I do have a crazy, crazy, crazy week coming up. Um, as previously mentioned, it's my nephew's birthday coming up on February 13th, but his birthday party happens to be this weekend. So we're going to Chuck E. Cheese. Woohoo! Yeah, I'm kind of excited because I like Chuck E. Cheese. I mean, it's, it's good pizza, you know, decent. And playing around with the kids is always fun, and I like any excuse to play some video games. But... What I'm dreading is the whole 
kids. They're they they carry a lot of germs. And birthday parties and a Saturday on Chuck E. Cheese at Chuck E. Cheese. I kind of feel like I'm gonna leave there with the flu and every other virus going around right now. I feel like you should wear one of those face masks that scare the kids. Could I draw a face on it? Maybe that. Yes, actually, have one in my purse. I will give to you to wear. That's fantastic. (laughs) Why do you carry that around with you? (laughs) So when we were sick and we went to the doctor and my husband had the flu, the doctor here was like, I'm just going to give you this. So if you have to go around your husband, you can wear it. I never wore it. Well, I'm going to borrow that from you and I'm going to wear that on Saturday and maybe scare a few kids. (laughs) But for my health, I'm just saying I might need something like that. I just otherwise... I'll be sick on Valentine's Day. (laughs) Yes. And ordering Chinese food. (laughs) And you will be sick on Sunday, which is the most important day. Oh, yes. On Sunday, your baby shower. Yes. Otherwise, I'll be sick and then go to your baby shower and then everyone will end up with the flu. (laughs) And if I get the flu again, somebody's getting hurt. Um. Can I blame it on my nephew? I mean, he's going to be turning five. I really don't know if you want to take it out on five-year-olds, but you can take it out on Chuck E. Cheese the mouse. Well, I tell my husband if I get sick again, he's just going to have to put me down. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that one. <laughs> I hope he doesn't. <laughs> well. Um, well, also this weekend, so I kind of put myself in a bit of a pickle, a jam. I don't know what you want to call it. Um, so... I I actually did it with the best of intentions. Um, part of like the whole New Year's thing, I wanted to try to figure out a way to see some of my friends that live not far away. They're just outside of town by about 30 miles, essentially. And so we're about 30 miles distance from each other. But sometimes with traffic and our busy schedules and all of that, it, it can be a little bit harder to get together. So <clears throat> I threw out the idea to have a standing reservation every month so that even if we got busy at least once a month, we could see each other. So great intentions when I put out this text to all of my friends that live outside of the city, I threw out the plan that we were going to meet on the second Saturday of every month for brunch or every once in a while occasionally for dinner. So this Saturday happens to be the very first second Saturday of the month. And it also happens to be my nephew's birthday party. Oh. So I set up this brunch and, you know, I'm the original orchestrator of this event. Although if I'm not there in the future, like they'll just do it without me and we'll just always have the standing reservation. But I need to be at the first one, clearly. And I sent out the message. We confirmed the plans. Everyone got super excited about it. And like, I I kid you not, it had to have been like 20 minutes later that my sister sent me a text message that was like, hey, hold this date. It's going to be my nephew's a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. I'm going to need your help. It starts at like one o'clock in the afternoon. And I was like, oh, oh. so what time's brunch? I put I scheduled brunch for 930. <laughs> OK, I feel like you got some time. <clears throat> yeah, time. I was at first we were going to do like 10 a.m. because that's typical brunch time. But I was like, by the time I drive 30 minutes out of town, go to brunch, there's going to be several of us because some of them bringing the kids. So by the time you get through brunch with like a group of eight or nine people, I mean, that's easily going to be two hours. And I don't want to be coming back into town at 12 o'clock, like rushing there to help her. So here's um, what you do. I have I have it figured out. Okay, you go to brunch, you start drinking mimosas. You get an Uber to Chuck E. Cheese, and you have the best day of your life. Plan set. Yes. Also, if my sister's listening to this, 
I'm going to apologize in advance because I'm definitely doing that now. Yes. <laughs> Tell her it was my idea. Uh, she'll believe that for sure. <laughs> sure for sure. <laughs> it's time for Drink About It. In this segment, we'll talk about the things that make us want to drink each week. It'll be things that are celebratory or vent-worthy. If our listeners would like to get involved in this as well, go to our website at www.thechampagneway.com and click on Drink About It. There's a submission form on the website and you can fill out your Drink About It moments of the week. And we'll be happy to share them on this segment on the next podcast. So my first Drink About It moment is celebratory. We got our crib up and it's together. Oh, that's exciting. Yes, it's so cute. I didn't get any pictures. I'll have to show you one. It's super cute. It's super cute. So does that mean the room's coming together? We have a crib. Okay. (laughs) We have a crib. That's a progress. I mean, the baby has a place to sleep. I mean, it doesn't have a mattress or bedding. So they would have to lay on the spring wires. Okay, so the baby almost has a place. It's getting closer. Well, my my first drink about it moment this week is um, more vent worthy, um, and it's about sharing one car as an adult. As you know from last week's episode, we you know mourn the loss of Ebony, our trailblazer, and luckily we had already replaced it preemptively, not knowing it was going to die. But we have um, a Mini Cooper that we've named Mauricio, but Mauricio is in the shop getting a new clutch. Mm. And so we're down to, we went from three cars to one car. So we've been sharing that all week. And it somehow reminds me of like being in high school and sharing a vehicle with like my mom and my sisters all at the same time because we're having to figure out like, how does he get to work? How do I get to work? Who's got to be dropped off? And can one of us work from home today? And I can't wait for Mauricio to come home so that we can both have cars again <laughs> test the bonds of marriage yes it can <laughs> we've been doing well and and honestly he's uh sacrificed more than i have so he's a saint for that but it's uh it i'm sure both of us will be happy when we both don't have to you know worry about how's the other person gonna get around <laughs> yeah for sure so my next one is I've got two baby showers coming up Ooh, that's yes. exciting and what do you really want? Inquiring minds who haven't yet bought a gift want to know. So I'm really excited about this item called the Nose Frida. I think I'm saying that right. So what is that? <laughs> so it's this tube that you put one end in your mouth and the other end in the baby's nose and you suck their boogers out. That sounds disgusting. Oh my God. It does. And so there's a video on it because, you know, there's also these things where a stopper where it can't get into your mouth or anything like that. I had to watch the video, but I'm so excited about it. And then I'm going to put it in my husband's nose and then I'm going to try to put it in my own nose and see if I can suck my own boogers out. Okay, this is this is this took a weird turn, <laughs> a very weird turn. What happened to like the the old school days where they had like that blue bulb like thing that you like squeezed and then you put up the baby's nose and then, like sucked them out? Well, they still have that. The problem is there's really no way to effectively clean it. Oh yeah, so yeah. it just harbors germs. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Actually, yeah, and these the little tube where the boogers go, you can take it off, throw it away, put a new one on. Babies and parents are gross. Yeah. I know. <laughs> it, I was really grossed out, but now I'm really excited about it. 
you know what? I'm, I'm proud of you for embracing that. You know, <laughs> actually, now that I think about it, like you're like really taking ownership of that and getting excited <laughs> about it because it's inevitable. Babies get sick all the time. You're going to at some point have boogers on you, you know, and someone somewhere probably was a genius for inventing that. Well, and they promise it will stop at the stopper and not go into my mouth or I will sue. You are a lawyer, so you are prepared. <laughs> I'm prepared. <laughs> All right, my second drink about it moment of the week is actually a celebratory one. And it was when I was at the liquor store buying champagne this weekend to prepare for the show. And I had this revelation after purchasing it and holding the receipt in my hand and thinking, oh, my God, I finally discovered a way to write off champagne. Yes. This counts as like like something I can actually write off in taxes. I... I'm so excited about that. I just, you're going to be really excited about it too when you're able to drink champagne No, I am again. already excited. But th- this was like the greatest thing of the entire weekend for me. <laughs> Adulting. Adulting. Finding ways to write off champagne in your taxes is actually a fantastic life achievement. Well, another reason to drink about it is that football season is over. You're excited about that? Yes. Well, what'd you think of the Super Bowl? I love the commercials. The Tide commercials were hilarious. And I liked the Justin Timberlake concert. That's about it? Yes. I I actually agree with you on that one. I mean, the game actually was kind of close. So that was, it was nice to watch parts of it. But for the most part, I really, really enjoyed the commercials. I thought they did pretty good this year. Tide yeah. clearly won. For sure. Clearly they won. Um, and I'm really glad that Hopper has found something else to do besides be in Stranger Things. Yes. Although I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't make like a Stranger Things reference within oh. the Tide commercials. Like, don't eat Tide pods or else you'll end up in the upside down. That would have been pretty cool. I mean, I feel like that was an easy reference they could have made. They missed the they missed the mark on that. But otherwise, Tide completely won Super Bowl commercials. All right. The other thing that I really liked about Super Bowl commercials was that commercial with the two football players um, doing the whole dirty dancing, big, epic dance scene. That was so cute. Wasn't that that Eli Brady boy? I think so. Something like that. Yeah. I mean, it was fantastic. It though. was so funny. That that I don't know. I mean, it was it was run up to Tide. Tide definitely still won. But that was like the second runner up. There. I'm going to say our husband should recreate that. That would be hilarious. But which one is which character? I don't know. But that's what I want for Valentine's Day. N- new goals right there. They need to figure out that. D- this year or next year? I feel like they need a little time to practice. I feel like they should start now and we should just work on it every weekend. Yeah. I feel like they should be able to do the lift by next year. Yes. For sure. All right, guys. We've got a few Drink About It submissions we want to highlight this week. So the first one comes from Layla from Orlando who closed on her home refinance and booked a trip to Colorado. Ooh, now that sounds exciting. I want to go to Colorado. Me too. Sounds like a fun trip. All right. Our next user submission is from Bub Ellie. I'm currently exploring my career options, if you know what I mean. I did some research, thanks Google, and found out that my salary at my current job is almost less than half of what the average salary is for this position in Nashville. So basically, I've been making way, way under the average rate, and my company is not really in a position where I can bust in and negotiate a raise. I went home and drank about it. 
Fingers crossed, though, that the next time I drink about it, it's in celebration of a new job. Oh. Well, cheers, Bub Ellie, and I hope that uh, your next drink about it submission is for a new job. Yes, you'll have to keep us updated on that. Okay, our next one is from Nina from Nashville. Her and her poor kids have strep throat, but she says the good thing is they tested negative for the flu. Well, that's one thumbs up and one thumbs down. Yeah. So <laughs> hopefully uh, you and the kiddos get better soon. Our last submission that we're sharing today or highlighting today is from Jess in Nashville. And she is celebrating and drinking to an upcoming weekend of friends and family. Uh, she gets to see a former co-worker start and direct in Inebriated Shakespeare, where they perform Shakespeare while drunk, which seems amazing. I agree. <laughs> um, yes. And she also has a friend visiting from Colorado and then a family brunch where they many, many mimosas will be downed. What's with Colorado today? I don't One- know. <laughs> I really want to go see a drunk Shakespeare play. I do, too. That sounds awesome. Uh, well, we need to reach out to um, this this listener and find out where this is at because I want to see inebriated Shakespeare. Yes, if it's in Nashville, please let us know. One of us will go drunk on champagne, and one of us will drive me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> if you'd like to be featured in one of our drink about it submissions. Go to www.thechampagneway.com and click on Drink About It and fill out the submission form. If you don't want your name to be said on air, you can fill in a made-up name like Bub Ellie. (laughs) Or just put anonymous. Or just put anonymous. But I like it when you get creative and think of things like Bub Ellie. I mean, come on. Say it a few times fast. Bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. (laughs) I like it too. All right, guys, now it's time for Champagne Trivia, where I give you a question each week that has to do with champagne or alcohol, and you could submit your answers on the website. And last week was, if you were going to fill a bathtub up with bottles of champagne, how many bottles would you need? The closest submissions were submitted by Michelle from Toronto, who said it would take 425 bottles. Mm -hmm. The next closest submission was from Layla from Orlando, who guessed 350 bottles. So who's the closest? Layla, it is 350 bottles. And Marilyn Monroe actually filled up her bathtub with 350 bottles of champagne and soaked in it. I think she's the only person who could afford 350 bottles of champagne. Yeah, right? Wow. That's a lot of champagne to just like... Pour in a bathtub and soak in. Like you would we, need a straw. I mean, but is, if you're bathing in it, is it okay to drink it? No. Well, alcohol kills everything, right? I mean, supposedly. It's a lot of alcohol to go to waste. That is a lot. And I just don't think other people would want to drink it after you oh, bathed no. in it. I mean, Marilyn Monroe, I bet there was plenty of people who wanted to drink that. I mean, that's that true. Champagne. That is true. So, well, congratulations, Layla, on being the closest, which clearly means you are the best at Googling. Yes, Clearly you Googled that, correct? I mean, come on now. Yes, I'm (laughs) sure. But that's okay. So I have a softball for you guys for next week. So what is the difference between champagne and sparkling wine? Ooh. And if you even have to Google this one, you're not a champagne connoisseur. 
So I shouldn't be Googling that right now? You should already know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm eating <laughs> champagne gummy bears. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> and drinking yes. champagne. So submit www.thechampagneway.com and click on Champagne Trivia and you can put in your answer and maybe be featured on next week's podcast. All right, what we may or may not talk about on next episode, what Lindsay really got at her shower, and if it was the booger thingy. And if it is, I'm bringing it, and I'm going to try it out on you. What we may or may (laughs) not do on our next episode, (laughs) test out the boogie thing. (laughs) What we also may or may not talk about is our Valentine's Day recap. Did we go to a haunted house? Did we get sick from Chuck E. Cheese? Did we get any new jewelry from Kendra Scott? Hint, hint, hint. And did we get to go see Drunk Shakespeare? Bye, y'all. Thanks for listening to The Champagne Way, where every day is a celebration. Please go on to iTunes or Google Play, subscribe, rate, and review. Who should do it? Says Rosé Gummy Bear. <laughs> Too many gummy bears and champagne. <laughs>